What's up, you guys? And welcome to the official podcast of Damien Talks Education. So listen up. I am here to talk about all things education on my podcast. So get prepared for some realness and honesty of education as I walk you down through various of topics that's happening in the education world with some amazing guests to sharing stories relating to education and so much more because I got you covered with education. So join me on this journey of education with me. Oh, hey guys, I didn't see you there. I was just, I think, in my own world here. <laughs> um, so welcome back to another episode of Damien Talks Education. I am your host, Damien Anderson here. And today, I'm back again to talk about mental health because your mental health is so very important. So take care of your stuff. It's real, you guys. It's real, like I explained in last week's episode. It is real. It is real. So take care of yourself, please, especially during this time. I'm really concerned about, like I mentioned last week, student safety and their well-being. I really am. And that's what I'm going to talk about here. So today's topic I have is, do today's students have more mental health issues? Do they? School leaders need to prioritize kids' mental health right now. And that's why I'm going to dive right into it. So if you feel like you're seeing the impacts of mental illness more than ever in your school or into your communities, especially during this time, you know, we're still in this pandemic, you might be right. Okay, you might be right, and then here's why you are right, okay? So, about 20 years ago, or probably now, it's probably about um, 22 years ago, there was little talk in schools about mental illness, and I explained this last week. Nobody wants to talk about this, especially in schools. They, they, they're, like, too scared. They want to shy away from it, you know, trying to have these conversations. Uh-uh. We have to have these conversations now, you guys, more than ever. So school counselors have always been on hand to help, but, 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 kids today seems to be grappling with more serious illness, with more serious issues, you guys. So principals, listen up. You really need to know what to look for and how to respond to a student's mental illness, okay? And I'm gonna give you guys the facts here. So again, grab you your, your notebook, pen, whatever, to jot this information down, all right? And so the first bullet, to, well, the first section I have is, are mental health issues more common now? Answer that. Are mental health issues, whoa, are mental health issues more common now? So, I'm going to give you guys the deets. So even like, let's say a decade ago, okay, many school leaders, they might never have encountered a child with a serious mental health disorder. 
Now, you may have had a few students who was dealing um, with less severe mental health disorders like anxiety, and I explained that. I'll talk about that a couple episodes back. But today, you might find that there are students in every classroom who have a mental health issue, correct? Now, what's going on? What's going on with the problems, you know, with these issues? What's going on? Have mental health issues become more common among students, okay? Now, remember the question I asked you guys earlier, are mental health issues more common now? Well, here's the answer. It's yes. The answer is yes, they are more common now, you guys. Now, although it's complicated, okay, it's complicated. I'm gonna tell you why. I found this out here. One study published in the, published in, you guys, I cannot talk today. One study published in the International Journal of Bipolar Disorders in 2014. Now, I know this was back in 2014, but I found this out. They found that, Pediatrias diagnosis of bipolar disorder double between 1995 to 2014, okay? Now, in 2007, you guys, I did my research in 2007, the National Institution of Mental Health, they reported that that pediatrias diagnosis of bipolar disorders has increased by 40 times over the past decade. Now, rates of attention deficiency, hyperactivity disorder, you know, ADHD, it increased to 5% each year from 2003 to 2011. Okay, you guys, these numbers are real. I'm not giving you guys fake um, numbers. These are real numbers. Now, some of this can be explained by more attention being paid to our kids' mental health. Now, educators, listen to what I'm about to say. For example, educators, you know, for example, are more aware of the signs and the look for kids who may need help, okay? Now, however, however, Research indicates that improved diagnosis can only explain part of the increase, okay? Now, essentially, medical professionals, they are not entirely sure why more kids are experiencing mental health issues. They, they are not sure. They are not sure why they're experiencing more mental health issues. Well, you guys answer that. How come? While they're experiencing more, because you know, you guys, kids, you know, they get, you know, how kids are, you guys. I, I don't need to have to explain. It's, you know, with their everyday lives, they get some days they get depressed. They don't want to talk to their friends. They don't want to be around you. You know, it's 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 everyday life. Is it and it's not just with kids. It's with adults as well. It's with all of us. Okay. So that was the first section right there. The next section I have for you guys is, how many kids have mental illness? Woo. How many kids have mental illness? Now, there not be a correct number, a correct answer for this, but 
there are thousands, you guys, thousands and thousands. I'm just answering this question for myself here um, before I dive into this section. There are thousands and thousands of kids who have mental illness. I'm myself fall in that category. Well, I'm a teenager, I'm still a teenager. Well, you could call me like a almost an adult, but I myself have mental illness. I have experience in that. Back last year, 2019, I told you guys I share my story. I was in a bad place last year. I really was. I was in a horrible place last year. And it was awful. It was awful. I'm not going to dive into that again because every time, because last week I kind of got a little choked up talking about it. And I don't want to do that again here, but I encourage you guys to check out that episode of what I did. I shared everything. I explained everything that happened to me last year from August 2019 to December 2019. During those periods of time, I explained that. So check it out. Um, I don't know what episode number it is, but it's titled Damien shares his college story so you guys check out check it out it's probably um i don't know i'm not for sure um hold on i'm going to find it for you guys it is episode eight damien shares his college story so check it out you guys i shared that back in june that story there and then i also did that I talk about this on Future Educators Talk, my other podcast. So you guys check it out. Check out that episode. I encourage you guys to check it out. So moving on from that, how many kids have mental illness? Well, exactly how many kids in your school are dealing with mental health disorders? It depends in large parts of their age, correct? Now, in general, mental health issues become more common as kids get older that is a fact right there that is correct mm -hmm. excuse me mm -hmm. that is correct now issues it can emerge around you know puberty and again during the late teenage years okay so it's hard to get data on mental illness among elementary and middle school students now, in kids ages two through eight, and I kind of little talk about this last week about from um, ages eight to 15, they do not want to talk about, you know, their problems, you know, they're between those is only, I believe I said, they get little treatment, I believe I get some percents of that. Y'all check out that out because I can't remember, but they get little treatment because they don't want to talk about it, okay? Now, it's hard to get data on mental illness among elementary and middle school students. Now, in kids ages two through eight, medical professionals and researchers look for the following. They look for mental. They look for, they look for mental. They look for behavior tool and they look for developmental disorders, the MBDD, okay? Now, one in seven kids in that age group has a disorder, but only a fraction of those disorders 
are related to mental health. Ding, 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 yes. Now, by the teen years, and yes, here we go right here. I'll talk about this last week. By the teen years, one in five students will experience a mental illness. Trust me, they will. They will, they will, they will. <sighs> now, with such a large percentage of students who are dealing with mental health issues, it's imperative that principals, 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 listen, if you are a principal who are watching this, pay attention to what I'm saying. It's imperative that principals understand that you understand the basics, the basics of this. Talk about it in your schools. Don't be shy away from it. Talk about it. Have the conversations with your staff members and with students. Talk about it. Can't stress that enough. Now, it's important that you know how to support your students and help them access the treatment that they need if they are going through this or about to even go through this. Support your students and help them access the treatment that they need. Okay, give them the facts. Understand, hear from them, hear from them, hear their thoughts, their opinions, their emotions. Hear their conversations that they are having with you. Hear them out because they are our future and we should care about them. Moving on to the third section. The makeup of your school population might mean you see more mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Now, mental illness can affect anyone. And I talked about this last week as well. You got, it, it doesn't, this is a everyday problem. This is a real problem. This is every uh, everyday problem. Anybody can experience this, can have it, can, can be affected by mental illness. Not just me, everyone, you guys, adults, everybody. Okay, now, however, certain populations are more at risk. So children who are living in poverty, are more likely to have a mental health conditions and half of students who are involved with social services have a mental health conditions. Now this, I found this, this is from the National Center for Children in Poverty. Now, access to treatment can affect how well a child with a mental illness is able to cope in school. Now, Children who are receiving treatment are more likely to succeed in school, while those with untreated mental health conditions might encounter more trouble. Now, sadly, there are racial and ethnic imbalance to, you know, to access, you know, the treatments with Latino children being the least likely to get treatment. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Moving on to the next section. And this is the last, this is the last section I have for you guys. 
is supporting students with mental health issues should be a priority. Yes, ding, 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 ding. It should be your priority because, because if it's, I cannot speak today, you guys. It should be a priority because if it's not to you, you should not be around children that you say that you care about, but you don't care about their mental health issues. You don't care about it. You don't want to help them, cope with them. You don't want to do it. So step back. Let someone come in who really cares for students because this is a priority. We should care about their well-beings and their safety. Come on now, if you are a teacher, educators, principals, whoever, a leader, you should care about your students. It should be the top priority right here. God will be first, of course, then right after your students' safety. Come on now, let's get let's get serious for a moment. It should be your top priority, okay? I'm not gonna go all in depth, so let me just do this here. You can support students and teachers who are likely encountering mental illness in their classrooms. So, mental health conditions begin affecting school performances as early as pre-kindergarten, you know, preschool. Whether kids without access to mental health professionals are 89% more likely to be expelled. Wow. Now, this continues through high school. It doesn't just stop from preschool. It keeps going up until you're in high school, until you even graduate and, and, and after you graduate. So, where kids with mental illness are more likely to be disciplined and less likely to graduate. I talked about this last week. Mm -hmm. So check it out where I talk about this more. Now, having early access to treatment vastly improves the outcomes for children with mental illness. Now, a school system is often instrumental in identifying kids who might be struggling now, by being educated, you got to do your homework first, by being educated about mental health risk factors and their conditions, you can help your school community increase access to treatment. Yes, if you do your homework first, then yes. And being educated about it, yes. Now, you can also identify what your students need and also activate for policies that help keep kids with mental illness in the classroom. Don't just take them away from the classroom. We don't want that. We want them to be a part of us. We're going to help them out through this. Okay? Now, by creating a school culture where people are comfortable, you know, discussing mental illness, say this again, we have to start, we have to openly talk about mental health. We have to have these conversations. We have to start talking about it. We can't be shy away from it. We got to start talking about it now. You are equipping your teachers to deal with situations that might otherwise be overwhelming. So, take a proactive rather than reactive 
stance to students with mental health conditions to improve your school, okay? Let's, you guys, school leaders, you need to prioritize kids' mental health now. That's all I'm gonna say here. You need to do that. You need to do that, okay? I can't stress that enough. So, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Damien Talks Education. Share this episode out with your friends, your coworkers, your teachers, students, parents, educators, old classmates, um, your classmates, whoever might need this, who are struggling with mental health now, and who are about to experience this. Share this episode out with your friends. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast YouTube channel, Damien Talks Education Podcast, and hit the notification bell so you never miss future episodes, which drops every Fridays. And if you're watching on YouTube now, if you're listening to this on podcast platforms, I'm available everywhere. Just type in, just search Damien Talks Education and hit the follow button or the subscribe button, whichever it pops up. And when new episodes come out, you'll be notified. And follow this podcast on social media, you guys, on Facebook, Damien Talks Education, and on Instagram at Twitter at Damien Talks EDU. So do that. And I'll see you guys back here next week for a new episode of Damien Talks Education. So be safe where we are out there in the world, wear your mask, maintain a six feet distance, wash your hands for 20 seconds, be blessed, and I'll see you guys back here next week for a new episode of Damien Tucks Education. So until then, take care.